This week's episode of Creative Control with Joe Feeney is brought to you by DreamCloud Luxury Hybrid Mattresses. Go to bit.ly slash creative mattress and take advantage of the 4th of July sale and get $200 off your mattress. DreamCloud mattresses combine the best of latex, memory foam, tufting, and coil technology to provide the best sleep money can buy. They've got the balanced support of a classic spring mattress with the plush comfort of a Eurotop. And basically, you can try it before you buy it during your 365-night trial. If you don't like it, return it and get your money back. And DreamCloud also offers free shipping. So go to bit.ly slash creative mattress now. Get your $200 off for the 4th of July sale, a 365-day trial, and free shipping. That's perfect time to get started. Hello and welcome to episode 125 of Creative Control with Joe Finney. It is the 4th of July party, Conan's favorite episode of the year, and I have some of his favorite people on as well. Uh, Husey is here from It's Husey Hello, of course. Mike Durbin Hello. from The Mike Durbin Show. I'm just going to step all over everyone right now as I talk. And, uh, and of course, John Wangland from Wrestling with Reality. Everyone is here. Everyone say hello at the same time. Hello. hello. Hey, now. So... Uh, now that we're recording, I think we should. We were talking about cocaine, Hello. and I don't know if that's really where we should. I just I got a problem with the drug dealers around here because apparently they keep uh, slipping this uh, fentanyl into the cocaine, and they're killing everyone who just wants a little little cocaine. It doesn't make any sense to me why they would want to kill their customers. I don't. Why would you put the fentanyl in with the cocaine? It just doesn't make any sense. The thing that uh, I know this guy that lives near me and his dealer is a woman. And uh, she probably keeps all her gear up. Our big hairy pussy. Oh! Know, Thirty-five seconds. Starting already. Edit. <laughs> Starting already, Joe. I mean, you have to have some fucking standards if you're going to be a drug dealer, right? You got to give out nice bags. You got to make sure that people aren't going to die from them. That's probably important too. You don't get any repeat customers if you kill the fuckers off, man. Yeah, and the next thing you know, you're doing twenty-five years and out in six. Or less. I've always thought, uh, how uh, like liberal? Like, are there liberal drug dealers, or are they sexist? Where like, the, if it's a female drug dealer, she go out and sell coke all day, and then rush home to make dinner for the men? She should, for God's sakes. Does she? Uh, does uh, does the lady drug dealer have a, have a heavy with her to, to protect her, or is she just fucking? There's just no one around. She's just dealing by herself. She's dealing by herself. Hmm. Yeah, just just by herself. But I think it's because uh, she knows where that person lives that. Uh, she knows that they're not going to pull any, let's uh, just say, robberies. antics. <laughs> Has anyone ever seen uh, Before the Devil Knows You're Dead with Philip Seymour no. Hoffman? Is that the sequel to The Wedding Singer? No. Oh, no, no, no. It's uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Ethan Hawke. And there's like a botched robbery where they try to rob a jewelry store. But anyway, towards the end, it has the greatest robbery scene of a drug house that you've ever seen in your life. And, of course, Philip Seymour Hoffman loses his fucking mind and starts going nuts. But hey, that's what he did. Oh, Didn't yeah. he die uh, of the pills? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, walking up steps. Steps. He was, uh, but they found him did, and they found him with like, uh, let's just, I'll just use a number. Let's say it's like 75 bags of heroin or whatever. And I think he had gotten a bag too. So he was in for this long binge. And then just right at the beginning, he died. Such a letdown. Can uh, everybody do an impression of Seymour Hoffman from uh, Mission Impossible 3? Never saw it. Never saw it either. What? It's fucking, it's the best action film of all time. It's like, do you have a wife? I'm going to find her, and I'm going to kill her. Actually, that's a spoiler. Fuck, never mind. All right. I've never seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, no, I haven't either. Jesus I'm, Christ. I'm, I'm, I don't like Tom Cruise. I'm He's a fucking up. Scientologist creep. Well, Ooh, racist. 
But uh, if Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it, he's going to improve anything, including Mission Impossible. And he probably also made those shitty, uh, what are the shitty chick flicks with the, uh, what's her face? I got, that's all I got. Think shitty chick flick. Philip Seymour Hoffman was in it. There's like nine of them. She's, uh, she's Hunger got, Games. That's it. If he was in the Hunger Games, I'm sure he makes those better as well. Cause yeah. He was in uh, Boogie Nights there with Mark Wahlberg, too. Yeah, right? I was expecting to have Husey say who's going to do a Philip Seymour Hoffman from Boogie Nights impersonation, which is uh, a famous, famous scene, of course. Well, I heard that uh, Mike Durbin's going to do that off camera. <laughs> you like my car? Because <laughs> if you didn't like my car, I was going to return it. Hey, yeah, it, wasn't, uh, it wasn't close to an impersonation, but that was the dialogue. What's up? Who do you think you went in a fight between Durbin and Wangden? Oh, come on. That's not even a contest. This is an Army Ranger. What, what, John, what were you? I was Air Force, but I worked for the Army for two years as personal bodyguard for the chief of staff of the Army for a period of time and everything, so. Yeah, there's there's your answer, Husey. <laughs> yeah, but I killed lots of out. Irish people. They just, I just didn't tell anybody. But you know what? Like a fucking pussy to me. You can always, uh, Mike, you can always just fight dirty because no matter how much training someone has, a fucking thumb to the eye. Or a little, or a testicle yeah. grab. I'm a I lot mean, fatter and slower now too than I once was, so I wouldn't be as good of a fight anymore, Mike. I think you could give me a run for my money, buddy. I wouldn't last one day in, in uh, basic training. No way. Yeah, yeah. I'm but, not built for that stuff, man. No well, what about way. when you were younger, though? No dice. No, not no, nope, nope. No. I almost did it in uh, 2004. I almost did it, and it was actually partially. Uh, well, it may have been related to trying to get uh, exonerated from a from a drunken car crash but that's not the important part of the story the important part is that i the important part is that i told the police i was joining the army and then i never did that's the important part so they caught on to that one pretty quick huh no well i I actually kind of got away with it because um my dad knew the cops small town or whatever but uh so they brought me in to have a talking to and they were like asking me if i was an alcoholic and stuff and i was like well uh i don't know i mean i don't know i mean what's an alcoholic they're like well do you drink every night and i'm like well, yeah, but I'm 20, 22 years old. I mean, that's, that's, I thought that's what you did, you know. And then eventually, uh, you know, when you're 37, you try not to drink every night. But so, um, so when the cops brought me to talk to me, they're like, "Yeah, you know, you don't have anything to worry about. We know it was an accident and this and that." And uh, the guy whose car I hit was a friend of mine, and it was a whole thing. But so uh, I'm telling them I'm about to join the army because I was because I went in, I took the test and everything. I was joining with a friend. Friend backed out, so I lost. I kind of lost interest. And then you know, the recruiter they keep fucking hounding you, but I never joined. So a few years later, uh, the same friend and I are out drunk, and we're out at a convenience store afterwards getting sandwiches, and those same cops are there. And my idiot drunk friend, whose fault it is I didn't join because he backed out, is just loud as shit walking around going, Hey, Feeney, whatever happened to you in the Army? Remember remember that when you were going to join? Did you ever join? Or what are you, home on leave? I'm just, fuck up, dude, shut up. Of course, we're driving drunk at the time, so yeah, great stuff. Unless it's just good that you don't relapse. Yeah, well, actually, uh, you know, with, the, uh, with my gout situation... Yeah, uh, you know what, should. Joe? I never heard anything about that until um, Conan mentioned it briefly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Dude, he said you had the gout, and that's why the show was better this week. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I was trying I to think use that's it. what he said. I was trying to use it as an excuse to not record, but you know, apparently that didn't work out. So, yeah, I woke up on uh, Tuesday with uh, excruciating foot pain, and I'm like, "Well, I'm just fat," so that's probably what happened. And then the next day, it was worse, and you know, you start googling and shit, and I knew what it was right away, and. Uh, but they didn't really give me any solid information. They just gave me these uh, prescriptions. They're like, take them. They're like, sometimes people just have it once. Sometimes it really takes some maintenance. But uh, we don't know yet, so good luck. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll just find out. So, But it's it's everything fun <clears throat> can, can fuck you up and, and give it to you, which includes, you know, beer, wine, steak, fish, sugar, like anything. It's like, oh, that's going to lead to a gout outbreak. I'm like, well, well, we'll see what happens. Oh, my. 
there's no way I could live a life without having fun. It's pretty much my lifestyle hashtag. John, is that John yeah. is is that a Run with Turtles shirt, John? It is a Rad Turtles Rad. wrestling podcast shirt. Oh, I just nice. got it in the mail there. I got to rep my guys like like Joe's repping the the great Mike Durban show. Yeah, he got the kazoo for that from Conan. I'm gonna order a Mike Durban show one next, man. So I wear this shirt like every day. It's just that's just the way it goes. It's <laughs> very, awesome com- shirt, very, com- very comfortable. I tell I tell my guys I don't even have a fucking pro wrestling tee mm. store yet, but I'm repping their shit for them. So I'm wearing a uh, patriotic Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt. I like that one. That's actually a good one, man. Yeah. I'm telling you though, I like that Mike Durban shirt there, man, Joe. That, Thank you. That's, that's a good one for everybody. I have to. Where can uh, they find that, Mike? That's at prowrestlingtees.com slash Mike Durban. And when this drops uh, July 1st, Joe, yeah. there's a, yeah. a sale on every shirt. So you can get a Creative Control shirt, which I have. You can get a Disco Inferno shirt, which I also have. Okay. Uh, you know, Rad Turtles. You can get everything, man. Oh, I, you can't beat that, man. 20% off a deal. 20% it, off. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, I mean, those shirts were all white males that we mentioned. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> very, that's definitely problematic. Uh, disgusting. What do you call it? I, yeah, I have a, I got a, a shit ton of shirts I got to get from there, including my my favorite, which I actually don't own, is the Mike Durbin uh, sit down shirt from uh, from All In, which is which is a tremendous shirt. So, yeah, one of these fucking times, I'm gonna put a nice uh, shopping cart is together. Is beer and wrestling still up, Joe? Oh, of course, that's a top seller. I mean, <laughs> fucking a, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm going up on this twenty percent off uh, sale, Mike. Yeah, on the first, I'm getting a Mike Durbin shirt. I'm getting a beer and wrestling. Beer and wrestling, and I'm gonna get the new. Uh, shirt that's going to be for uh, ins- uh, inspired with Christopher too. That should be up on Monday too. There you go. So nice. Do I'm going to go rock those out, man. Is that a? Uh, do those guys all have stores, or is that just a reality check network store? No, the Red Turtles have their own show. Uh, inspired with Christopher will be under mine though, because right. Re- Wrestling with Reality is coming out with one here this next week. So yeah, we nice. are coming out with one. But I say go to them first because Inspired Christopher, all the proceeds go to him and his surgery. <laughs> Did you just fucking nice. rip ass, Husey? Yeah, I not only did it there, but when I was recording with E-Rock, I farted so loudly that he thought my dog was barking, and I've never owned a dog in my life. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. Dog's barking. Eh, not really. <laughs> so we usually don't, uh, we usually just fucking go all the way, just talk about whatever and shit and go all the way around the world with whatever, but uh, I figured we could talk wrestling because... Uh, the fucking most mind-blowing, strange announcement happened uh, yesterday as we record. And I'm finishing keeping it 100, and I'm fucking looking through Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And Sports Illustrated tells me that, that Eric Bischoff and, and Paul Heyman are now running WWE television programmings. And I'm like, oh, there's more shows. I'm thinking they're going to have Eric run something separate on the network. Maybe Paul's going to do ECW. No, Paul's running Raw, and Eric's running SmackDown. And I, my fucking mind is still blown. I, I think in the long run, though, the excitement's already worn off. I don't think it's going to change much, but it is pretty fucking interesting and different, and it shows you how seriously that they're taking uh, AEW to do something like that. You know what I would love to see happen? And not men taking their shirts off. I've got pictures of that already. Right. But uh, if they actually made SmackDown different and not just raw but with blue lighting, yeah. Like if they were to bring back the Nitro stage uh, entrance but on a larger scale and make it just and have it filmed differently and like from the different side of, like but at the end of the day Vince has still uh, gotten the uh, final call so I, I think it's like it's just like bringing out new coke yeah but it's coke it's just a different title it's an interesting conundrum that they're in because this is a sign of true desperation by them 
because they are resorting back to the past. The only things that the only people that they know that ever gave him competition. And this is a true sign that he doesn't know what to do and he doesn't have a solution to this right at this moment. And if he doesn't give up that control to people, then it's going to be really, really fucking bad news for him really soon because they are bleeding their product dry and there's not going to be much left soon here. And they picked the right people to go there. Eric was the guy to go to SmackDown because of the relationship with Fox. And Paul was the guy to go with Raw with the creative. But Vince McMahon needs to take his damn hands off, man, and get out and get his hands out of the cookie jar because he's lost his touch. And what they got going on now sucks. Bruce Pritchard hasn't done shit yet. Like, I don't know if these two guys can either. I hope they can. I'll tell you that. But But we'll see. I think you guys are missing out on the real big announcement that happened uh, literally about an hour ago. And this is this is exciting. They Bobby Roode, EC3, and the other guy have formed a faction that, like never before, that will take over the world. And they're called the Main Event Muscle Men. There you go. Fuck the NWO. Just a real thing. Yeah, it, it, it literally went out. Uh, they, they formed it on Main Event TV. So clearly, Jesus ratings are going to be massive. I, well. <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to think. You know, you would have thought uh, guys like Bruce and Jarrett coming in would have meant something for a guy like Bobby Roode because they both worked with him at Impact, and he was pushed to the top kind of when those guys were there. But you haven't really seen sh- the last the last time I because I don't watch that much really. Last time I saw Roode do anything, he just did an interview and he fucking had a Rick Roode mustache. All of a sudden, I'm like, all right, I can go with that. I mean, that's fucking. It's about time someone has a tremendous mustache. But other he's than really that, not lying about this, guys. I'm just telling you the this main right event, now. The main event muscle man, huh? <laughs> It is EC3, Bobby Roode, and Cesaro. Those t-shirts are going to be fantastic. Jesus Christ, man. What a name. But the, the, the thing about WWE is that uh, I watched some of uh, the t- – what was the pay-per-view? Stomping ground? Break, breaking ground. Proving ground. What is it? Proving ground? Proving uh, ground, I, I've yeah. seen yeah. The, the first five matches, and they were fucking great. So uh, like, all the people are burying the show, but like Blitz versus Bailey was fucking excellent. Uh, Ricard, uh, Ricochet versus Joe was great. The tag titles match was great. Uh, even Lynch versus that blonde woman was was great. Like, uh, I I uh, thought it was a hell of a card, boy. What is her name? Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the first thing that I thought was that uh, that Vince was kind of delegating because he's going to be uh, you know going to spend more time on the XFL and shit. And the last time he kind of Spent a lot of time in the XFL. The programming really fucking suffered and sucked and con- almost never recovered, you know. And uh, but now there's there's several reports now from very reputable reporters. I'm sure that uh, that that has nothing to do with the XFL, you know. So I don't know, but uh, I'm I'm excited. We're just because uh, they'll probably do it. I'm excited to see Eric back on TV because no matter what, what, people can say whatever about the way WCW went down and this and that. He's a great TV performer. So absolutely, that's gonna make. But they uh, said they're not gonna have him back on the air. Which I know that will probably change, that but that's change. the tentative plans now. Yeah, just just put them all in there, all the non wrestlers: Eric, Paul, Jarrett, Pritchard. Put fucking put Shane Helms out there. Put everyone that's working better backstage. than half the guys out there now already, yeah. man. Even in their old age, so yeah. But uh, didn't Bischoff also have control like this of uh, TNA? Sort of, yeah, kind of, yeah. But what you know, and of course, I've been arguing on Twitter a lot about it because you just get these fucking people on Twitter that really don't know and they, they know a little bit of information and they just fucking hammer it. Well, WSW failed. Hammer, hammer, hammer. TNA failed. Hammer. What you don't remember is 
when Bischoff did have this role at TNA, they uh, they sold six seven thousand tickets to a pay per view. It's the most they've ever sold. It was during that stupid uh, uh, what was the biker gang uh, Aces and Eights oh. thing, which was uh, Aces and Eights. Yeah, I mean so at the beginning yeah. of it was was okay and shit, but uh, it was a Bully Ray AJ Cage match in in Texas where Bully turned and joined the Aces and Eights, and they sold six seven thousand tickets. And that whole long storyline was Eric's work, you know. So you can point at that. Oh well, he he was in charge of TNA. They didn't really do anything. Well, they didn't on a large scale. But there was some victories in there where they had some good TV ratings. They drew a crowd, which they never did in Florida, you know. So there was – I don't know. I trust Eric. I think that uh, if he's able to implement some of these long-term stories, it'll, it'll garner some more interest. Because what are the good long-term stories on WWE programming now anyway? Nothing. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, I was trying – on Keeping It 100 this week, I was trying to explain the disco. He's like, well, what's the story? I was like, I don't know. Seth and Becky have, have the belts, and, and Baron mm-hmm. and Lacey are on alliance. They want to take the belts. I don't know. That's, that's it. So – we don't even watch it anymore. Like yeah. I, I just listen to the shows for the details or if there's something big, I'll check it out. But it's like the shit's so lame. I mean, I'm more interested in intrigue now with these guys coming along aboard, you know, that's for me, but I'm still probably, it's going to take a lot to hook me back in. Right. Are you, uh, you think you're going to be a weekly, uh, AEW watcher in the fall? <laughs> I'll give it a try. You know, yeah. if, if I got the time, man, I tell you, I don't know. I don't want to see Fighter Fest this weekend. I have no urge to want to watch that, man. I think I'll yeah. fucking Joey Janela out there. I think I will. I think I really will. Really going to try it? Yeah. <clears throat> Double or Nothing wasn't bad, but I, I don't know. This Fighter Fest looks lame as shit, man. The only thing I saw yeah. from Double or Nothing was the, and we've talked about that, was the was the Battle Royal, and I went, this is the worst first impression I've ever fucking seen. Seriously. You know? yeah. If I was to go over my, my buddy's house that I watch at WWE pay-per-views with and try to get some old lapsed fans over, let's all hang out and watch this new company. And the first thing all these guys in their 30s and 40s saw was a guy with a legless guy, and then Sonny Kiss with the with the thing in the corner with Dreamer doing twerking on his face or whatever. And then what what other garbage was in there? You know, uh, I'm drawing a fucking blank. Um, oh, Sunny Days. They had the gold. Oh, the guy Nakazawa with the baby Nakazawa oil. Nakazawa with the baby lotion. That's fi- like um, like that's all fine, but they oh, crammed that, it all. That, in- goof, uh, that that goofy little doofus. Uh, what's his name there? Uh, uh, the one that wrestled uh, Alvarez. Is that Mar- uh, Mar- Marco, Marco Stunt? Stunt? Marco yeah. Stunt. <laughs> so and that's all fine. Like yeah. comedy's fine, you know. Sunny Kiss's gimmick is fine. It's all fine. But when you cram it all in the one match, and it's the first thing people see, I hate to sound like Cornette, but it looks like a fucking circus show. Like, what is Cornette's this? Cornette's shit was you the know? most spot on assessment of it, though. Yeah. My and he didn't even say anything that bad, man. It took it took some marks and some clowns to bring out the Jim Cornette's thing to make a story out of it. Dude, Jim Cornette said one thing, man. Take your social justice bullshit, throw it out the door. He didn't throw anything that bad out there. He said the word transvestite. Okay, yeah. give me a break. It's it was the but Jim Cornette gave, and I'm never one to put Jim Cornette over all the time. He gave the best spot on assessment of that thing because, like you said, Joe, like that's your first impression watching it. My wife sat down with me because I was covering it that night. I wasn't even going to watch it. And I thought this was the fucking freak show. And my wife said, who is this shit? Like, yeah. on what? Who's this? this is WWF yeah. or WWE? I said, no. And I go, who are these guys? I said, it's the new show, AEW. And she's like, what's with all the freaks on here, man? And I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just watching the shit. Well, it, I mean, it, it was a good explanation of it when you hear Cornette's stance on it. And they didn't yeah. explain who these characters were. And if you it, listen it to, to Keeping It 100 after that, literally, me, Conan, and DI are going in a circle going, but is Sonny Kiss a transvestite? And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure that he's just gay. And, like, they didn't know. They legitimately, okay, what is What this? was their What's thoughts on, on that, Joe? I didn't hear, like, with Cornette's statements. Did they say anything? Did they think it was bad? Because I know they're not, like, social justice police people. D.I. agreed with them, and Conan just thought it was funny. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, you know? I agree. And then we had Sammy Callahan on who uh, who uh, hate, hated Cornette and hate, hated what he said. And, but those guys had heat already because if you remember when Callahan came to Impact and he yeah. smashed Eddie Edwards with the fucking bat. And, re- and like I, I think he put the chair over his face and he was going to hit the chair, but he missed. Hits the guy full force in the face with a baseball bat. Cornette buried it, of course, uh, on Twitter. So I think they had heat anyway. So after Cornette uh, did that on his podcast about uh, Sonny Kiss or whatever, then Sam McCallan came out at M- MLW and, and spit in his face. Yeah, I saw so, that. Yeah, so uh, that that was still... Cornette didn't back down, though, man. He took his chair and threw it at Sammy Callahan. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that's going to be funny with it, AEW, is that uh, Sonny Kiss is going to have to lose at some point. Right. Uh, to who? Because they've gone out on this social justice warrior whim. So what if he wrestles that transsexual? The best oh, uh... assessment that Cornette made, sorry guys, is was on when he said with the guy with no likes, Dustin Thomas. And Dustin's a, is a nice guy. We had him on one of our shows. He's a great guy, man. He's super cool. I have nothing but respect for him. And Cornette didn't say anything wrong about him. For the casual person to think they're going to earn a title shot, that the guy with no legs, man, has a shot at beating Kenny Omega or Chris Jericho. Yeah. I mean, what does that say? I mean, I'm all about the inclusion. And God on him. He just sat there like that's why MJF is the best heel in the business. MJF went right over and just started so stomping him. him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's Wait, what is, a, is his name actually the man with no legs? <laughs> what, what did you say, Dustin, Dustin Thomas? Thomas? Dustin Thomas. But like I mean, Daredevil? That's what I said, uh, and to sound old school again, if it was just a, ba- a battle royal, you know, for 25 grand or something stupid or whatever, all right. But the whole point of the battle royal was, hey, if you win the battle royal, you're going you're gonna to fight for the title. So why are we putting all the fucking jabronis in there and, and whatever and kind of, you know, goofy gimmicks or whatever? And I don't, I don't know. But since it's since it's all SJW and inclusive, you can't even say that anymore. Like, of course, everyone has a fighting chance, even the guy with no legs or the guy that's 85 pounds or whatever, you know. So, <laughs> guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Now, Creative Control has been uh, lucky enough to be sponsored by Blue Chew for a little while here. And not only have I tried it, but I have a long list of friends and acquaintances that have tried it as well. And without getting into hyperbole, here's the facts. Blue Chew works, guys. Now, the other thing about Blue Chew is it's not just for guys who can't perform. That's not what it's about. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. And if you're a one-and-done type, Blue Chew is the way to go to help your follow-through for a round two. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. Blue Chew is made right here in the USA, and since they prepare it and ship it directly to you, it's much cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now, Blue Chew continues with a special deal for the Creative Control listeners. All you have to do is visit BlueChew.com, and you'll get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code CREATIVE. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Use the promo code CREATIVE and try Blue Chew for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Creative Control. Uh, that orange Cassidy shit. I don't like that uh, either. See, like that's the worst. That is to me. Oh, it's, it's the like, worst. 
he has, he does nothing, and it's supposed to like we're but we're supposed to buy that shit. Yeah, I I I get on a little kick around WrestleMania where I try to watch some different shit. So I'll order like WrestleCon's show and stuff, and I I try to watch. I really do. And um, he came out for a six man tag against Daniels and Kazarian and uh, Scorpio Sky, and it was this Orange Cassidy and two other guys. And he was doing the chops with Daniels, and he was just touching his chest and then touching his chest. And I'm like, I don't. And people are popping and laughing, and I'm like. Yeah, but how many times can you do this till it's not fucking funny anymore? Kind of like Joey Ryan. You know, you know what he is. He's like Austin Powers. Where when you see Austin Powers one, you go, "That's pretty fucking funny." Yeah. And then you see Austin Powers two, and it's like, "Oh, it's it's the same jokes again." Yeah. And then you see the third one, and you go, "This is fucking awful." I, I think the first one probably stank all along, and and that's Orange Cassidy, and it's like, why would this guy? What does he think's gonna happen? Yeah, and what's like, and what's the point? Like I, again, I fuck, I sound like Cornette over and over and over again. But what is what is his point? Is he going for the title? Does he want like in the storyline aspect? Does he want money? Why is he going into the ring and just dicking off? What's the fucking point? You gotta I, say Tommy Dreamer is one of the most consummate pros, though. Yeah. To sit over there and let that shit go, and then take yeah. Sunny Kiss's ass in his face. Dude, he's done it. Like I've seen him. I've seen. Uh, do anything. I've seen Eddie Edwards spit into the air and Dreamer catching in his mouth. Like he don't. Yeah, the tobacco it. spit with the Undertaker back uh, in the day. I mean, this guy will do anything. He's yeah. probably the most consummate pro in the business. He don't give a shit. But, but yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna watch AEW because they 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 actually made me realize that I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> right. But I never knew until that fucking event started. I says, "Holy shit! I actually, I'm cool. My mom is right." Yeah, I would be the coolest guy here. Yeah. <laughs> The toughest fucking guy who's buying the most girls. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did an <laughs> show and it's like, yeah. Should be king of the building. See, I, yeah. Mike knows. I, uh, my experience at Starcast was real short, and I just kind of zoomed in and I was doing the panel, the Keeping It One Hundred panel, and then I fucking went up and I got ready. I came down and started, you know, having some beers during uh, during All In, which I didn't attend either, and then I just went to sleep. So I didn't experience as much as I would have if I was there for a couple of days. So I didn't get the whole vibe. You know, I just saw some wrestling fans in black shirts. That's fucking all. You know what I mean? So I didn't see the real uh, creepy fans and, and everything like that. And I didn't get the sense of, of like, when I watched um, parts of Double or Nothing and, and the fans in the crowd and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, you know, you, you, you know certain people are your type of people to hang out with. Oh, that's my, that's my, type, of, that's my type of guys. That's the one I'd be friends with. You look around the crowd at AEW and you go, it's not my type of guys. No, you didn't go to the second one, Joe? I thought you were going. Nah. No, nah, we still haven't unraveled that mystery. We were... Uh, Keeping it 100 was booked, and, and then we just weren't. So that's what? that's that's the long and short of that. Yeah, we don't know. But I'm I'm hoping to go back to Chicago, and I'm thinking that it would make sense because uh, how much uh, what can they put on this star cast here? They just did one. Yeah. You I know, don't they're, get it. They're losing Eric. You know, they they've lost Bruce, and then those guys. You know, even though I, I I know them a little bit, I've worked on their shows. It's not ass kissing. Their live shows are fucking funny. And Shivani mm-hmm. just had a really funny one in uh, Baltimore that was great. But I'm just I'm trying to think. The first Starcast was okay. It's Bruce. It's Eric. It's keeping it 100. It's Raven over here. It's whatever. And um, then the last one they kind of went into the well a little bit. Okay, it's Arn Anderson. It's Sting doing a live show. It's uh, Dustin Rhodes. You know, uh, it's fucking Magnum TA and Tully. It's it's Flair Brett, and Steamboat, which I didn't even do. Yeah, it's Bret mm-hmm. Hart. And um, you know, now I'm just I'm thinking like, of course this audience. 
and they've they've mined that, and that's fine because what what everyone's doing in the long run is we're we're all trying to get someone else's fucking some consumer's money. I mean, that's it. You're doing a podcast, you're trying to get ad money. You're you know well, you're running live shows like Conrad. You want it, want these people to come back and pay over and over again. So I think they're smart because they know guys like Cody and Conrad and the Bucks and Omega and Jericho are smart enough to see it as well that this group of fans is going to keep paying almost no matter where you are or what you're doing. They just are. But as kind of a, a lapsed fan, I, can't, I don't see anything at this StarCast that would make me go, i got to go to Chicago. You I haven't know? even seen the lineup yet. I mean, what are you going to do different that you haven't done in the last two? It's like, like you to, said, man. Like, unless he can work with WWE and get, like, Michaels, and then you do something like, hey, Shawn Michaels and Razor, the ladder match, fucking whatever. And uh, I don't know, because they've already done the click. They've already done, you know, the Brian Pillman retrospective, for example. Like, there's not much to do. Mm-hmm. Well, mean, you know, uh, Mike, are you going? You live in Chicago. Are you going to this one? Mike's never Hell allowed. Mike's no. never Hell, allowed. I'm, I'm banned from. He's from, got. From, did you ever yeah. hear the story about Scott Steiner getting banned from the WWE Hall of Fame? At the WWE Hall of Fame a few years ago, uh, Hogan, Hogan was doing something, and he was there with his wife. And so Scott Steiner hates Hulk Hogan, and he sees Hogan's wife in the airport, and goes over to him and says something like, "If I see your husband, I'm gonna fucking slap the mustache off his face and all this stuff, and I'm gonna whatever." So Hogan reports that Scott Steiner made like a death threat and threatened his wife. So they put Scott Steiner's picture up, boom, right at the fucking, you know, at, at the at the entrances to the Hall of Fame. Like no one knows what fucking Scott Steiner looks like with the fucking yellow mustache and, the, and 265 pounds. So, but that's Durbin now. At every entrance of Starcast, Durbin's yeah. picture, boom, <laughs> it's up there. So and it's me and, probably, me and, uh, probably a me shirt and Dab and Aladdin. Oh, that fucking, oh my God. And one of my favorite sponsors that we've had here on the show and all across the Creative Control Network actually is Tiege Hanley. Tiege Hanley is a revolutionary and uncomplicated men's skincare system delivered monthly. They use all natural ingredients, and the fact that you can order their system directly from them lets you avoid the 30 to 50% markup you'd be getting if you bought this in a store. Tiege Hanley includes a face wash, scrub, AM and PM wash, eye cream, super serum, and an acne wash if you want to proceed to that level. Everything is delivered right to your front door along with an instruction card which will lay everything out for you. It's just simple, effective skincare, and it's totally foolproof. And there's a special URL and code for the month of June for the Creative Control with Joe Pini listeners. You go to tiege.com, T-I-E-G-E.com, slash creativejune. Then use the code creativejune, and you will get 20% off your first month's box. I cannot recommend this highly enough. I've been using it myself since uh, the beginning of the year. And I don't want to say I'm more noticeably handsome than usual, but even my good friend Joe Meyer has said to me, Damn, Feeney, you are looking foxy lately. So there you go. I mean, what more of an endorsement do you need? Go to Tiege.com, T-I-E-G-E.com slash June, and use the code CreativeJune to get 20% off of your first box of Tiege Hanley's simple, effective, and uncomplicated men's skincare system. It's funny because uh, everything that I bud- that I budget in, it's all part of the big fucking podcast pie that somehow I've managed to to pay my bills with. But every every fucking month, someone that I'm working for gets signed by WWE, and I'm like, fuck, like what's gonna happen? Like there goes a there goes a few hundred <laughs> bucks, and there goes this, there goes that. But so I don't even know what what Eric's doing. I, if there was anyone that I think would stop, I yeah. think uh, I think Bruce can 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 handle it. But I think Eric's gonna be so involved. With uh, different stuff that I don't, I think eight three weeks is, is going to wrap up by like end of summer, and that's totally speculation. And I'm thinking that that's why uh, Conrad has Arn in the fucking bullpen, you know? Yeah, I don't find that Arn's show is going to be that interesting though. Like, no. I mean, I know Arn's great, but yeah. like, I just don't see it. He's 
okay, his book was was very good. It came out a long time ago. It was actually part kayfabe because he still kayfabes people, which is amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, in that format, that that Conrad can really probably work with anyone. I think so. You know. And and again, that fan base wants to delve so deep into every fucking event and every issue of the Observer ever, and you know what I mean. That you know, but um, are you doing Grill and Jr. too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, see, he's improved the quality of that show, man. Yeah, I'll tell you that because it sucked for a long time. I've enjoyed it lately. I liked his podcast way back when I was listening to everything, and I like things that people didn't like about it, like Jr.'s impersonations or his Jim Barnett or his constant shitting on ring of honor whatever that people complained about i thought was funny you know but um you know if only if only conrad would come up with a concept for an ecw show i i mean that would be that would be fucking gangbusters wouldn't it you know what the rumor is that somebody told me yesterday man is the rumor okay. what's, what's the rumors it's swirling. the rumor is that he's gonna do a show with joel gertner you heard that it's is that the word around the campfire and to be honest i mean God, can you imagine fucking four or five years ago he was just some some dude that, that, you know, he made money with his business and he was a big wrestling fan and then all of a sudden, like, he's fucking running conventions and all this ad money's coming in. Like, that's pretty, it just goes to show you once once some, once a concept gets hot, you know. There you go. He, he is getting on the ads that they get for them. Yeah. How much? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's got to be a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, you know fucking ad numbers now and shit like that, so. Yeah. It's insane, man. Yeah. Like, what he's, and he's pulling 250, 250,000 an episode for some of them, I'm sure. But yeah, no, but I was going to say that kind of hurts the smaller podcast, too, because when these guys are doing 200,000 downloads, if you look at an ad rate, that could get you something like four or $5,000 an episode, let's just mm-hmm. say. Companies, companies look at that and they go, well, I'm not paying $5,000 for a commercial. And then, you know, if you're Conrad, you go, okay, well, then we'll do it for 2000 or we'll do it for four ads for 6000 or whatever the fuck, you know? So they're, they're getting these huger shows at a discounted rate. So then when you're the show that's doing 20000 and you're looking for your 1000 or 1200 or whatever, mm-hmm. you're not going to get it because the big guy's only charging 1500 to 2000 or whatever. So yeah, not to get it's, too it's weird, stuff, but, man. I'll say that. I was negotiating with somebody for one of our new, for our new big show that we're pulling out, and then um, we were negotiating the rate. I didn't balk at the rate that I asked for either, even though we don't have any download features yet because I know what we're going to pull around. And then they didn't they didn't even fucking blink an eye at it, man. Now if I asked for that for my show, they'd laugh me out the fucking door right now. You know, they say, Oh, you want that the type of like fuck yourself, dude. But it's insane. People don't realize how much money you can make if you sit over there and try and you know, really have the try. name and the downloads that these guys pull. Yeah. Well, and the thing it's it's also you can you can get the ads, like I've gotten ads for, for Hughes, I've gotten ads for you, John and stuff, and it, and it's, yep. the the money wasn't great because we were all starting. But it's also yeah, but it, it improves, right? And you can see it's it's also who can get the conversions, right? So yep. there's there's some shows that I've gotten ads for that do more downloads, and and then no one buys shit from their shows for some yep. reason. But then you have like uh, very nice. But then you have uh, and I'll, I'll name drop like Pat McNeil's way back playback, like fucking whatever they have, people are fucking rabid, and they and that's they don't do they do a few thousand downloads or whatever. It's not you know as big as some other shows. But whatever ads I get, Pat, they always sell. I don't know if he's got his family buying stuff. It doesn't matter because they keep re-upping with them because apparently um, the Wayback Playback fans want uh, face wash and uh, and dick pills. So, I mean, that's what's that's what's important is selling those dick pills. Hey, face wash and dick pills were worth it, man. I heard that a facial scrub is good for uh, penile sores. Mm. Why, have, you tried, have you tried T. Chanley on the uh, It's actually, the I love T. Chanley. It's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. 
God, God bless. They're wonderful. God bless Blue Two and Tej Han- Blue Chew and Tej Hanley because they they keep they just re up the guy from Tej Hanley's like all right, what shows do you want to do this month? Okay, well then let's do this. And then other ones he's like, nah, I don't want to fuck with them. Like Husey, he's like, I don't want to be on the Husey show anymore. It's brutal. Got no conversions and furthermore. <laughs> I, no, I, I think Hambone you're getting them back actually. Hambone said that he put Tej Hanley product on his surgery scars, mm-hmm. and he said that it helped him. I didn't even remember. I, yeah, see, I got Tish Hanley for Hambone. I didn't even remember that. Christ. Yeah. But I still got to hear this Blue Chew ad. Now he's cutting outside did. deals and shit. I don't get a taste of that Blue Chew money, that bastard. Hambone doesn't need Blue Chew, man. He doesn't need it. I wonder if he, I, uh, I wonder I if he got... I might get a deal oh. by uh, Compound Media. You know, Anthony Cumia's uh, yeah. network? Yeah. To do a, a sponsor, to do an ad spot uh, on my show for a million dollars. A million, huh? Yeah. Very nice. Come on. Get him to do some more impressions again. Uh, Anthony? Yes. Yeah, fuck each other. But um Can you get uh you've had you've had Jackie the joke man on, Husey. Can you have you ever tried to get uh Stuttering John? I've had him on. You had Stuttering John on? Why don't I remember that? Uh, I don't that was the brain one damage. I did. That's why. When I had really bad uh, back injury, so uh, my pills kicked in uh, just oh, yeah. before the interview, so I'm all fucked up, and he's like, "What do you, uh, are you guys all hung like jalapenos?" <laughs> I do remember that. That was now, a good actually. episode, Husey. I remember it actually. You should go through uh, the through the dregs, like the guys that are like KC, because I'm going through all the fucking old stuff. You should get KC. You should get uh, Steve Grillo, and uh, who's the other guy? Mike Angie. Get all these guys that were on there in the nights, and they still. It's almost like wrestling, where everyone's talking about the '90s all the time and shit. These guys still go on podcasts and just talk about working for Stern. So, okay, you guys are Stern fans. I'm a fan too. What the fuck happened, to Artie Lang's nose, dude? Um, he uh, bought. Uh, yeah. He had a relapse that he bought uh, crystal meth from this prostitute, oh, and uh, he snorted it, but it was cut with glass. <laughs> so he he literally grind up his nose to the and his. Uh, what do you call it? The, the sinus bags or whatever you call these yeah. things. And uh, so he's destroyed his uh, gland, the glands in his nose. So his nose is dead. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure he's back in jail. That's, that's, I liked um, the Jackie years over the Artie years, but still going back and watching some Artie stuff. It's funny, but seeing how things have turned out, some of it's almost really uncomfortable where you know he's fucked up. He's sitting there yes. recording. You know he's fucking fucked up. He's falling asleep or. He's having these fucking uh, like crazy rage attacking people. He, he attacked his assistant. He attacked uh, Sal one time, you know. And Jesus Christ! And those guys, by the way, see here. Now we'll get. It's this kind of all all comes together because for some reason now, right? You can have a uh, Sunny Kiss, you know, twerking on Tommy Dreamer's face in the corner, but you couldn't have a, a, a female wrestler do that to another female wrestler because they would call it exploitation, right? Now on Stern. You can't have chicks on Stern. You can't do the lesbian stuff. You can't, and that's fine. I, I don't what? need that to be entertained. No, they just don't do it. But now on Stern, the most recent bit was uh was uh Benji uh jerked off Sal and Richard, and that's supposed what? to be that's supposed to be comedy. That's comedy now. At the now. same time. Yeah. At the same time. He really jerked him off. Yes. There was some kind of he came in late what? again. He came in late again or something, and that was they like they I know it was planned, but they worked it in like. Bet. Oh, what well, if I, jer- if I jerked them off, what? Can I be back in the studio? Whatever it was. I can't tell you the last time they did a Sibian ride with anybody. With, a, you know, a female. Might have been, they might have had a guy on there, I think. Probably. Was it Disco a- Inferno riding it? <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 going back through old clips, I watched the Carmen Electra one. And I, and I remember being younger oh. and watching it and being like, oh, this is tremendous. It's Carmen Electra. She wrote it? Yeah. 
Oh, Jesus, that's now, great. 10, 15 years later or whatever, all I can focus on is Howard's creepy voice the whole time just going, all right, now, no, just let it happen. Just let. Does it feel good? Just let it happen. I'm like, ugh, yeah, shut up, Stern. Yeah. Okay. And they're 90 cats, yeah. Jeez, I haven't listened to him in ages. I, I used to like him on the E! channel. There's a channel yeah. on, on YouTube I subscribe to that uh that almost every day puts out just the news segment from the night. So it'll be like, oh, just the news from Howard Stern on uh you know June twenty eighth, uh, nineteen ninety five or whatever. So just those guys go through the news stories at the time and Jackie being hilarious. So I mean you can't you can't fucking argue with that. He's great with Husey. I love that episode that you two did, Husey. Yeah, yeah I've bring Jackie been back. Trying, uh, I've been trying to get a uh, Gilbert Godfrey on the podcast for a while. He's banned from Stern. Yeah, well, pretty much. Because Craig Gass, he was from Stern. Uh, Jim Florentine and you from Stern. Uh, yeah, but it's good. Like, I just, uh, that's, that's the weird thing about podcasting. It's because it's hard to stick to the one genre. Yeah. Cause, it uh, sucks. Yeah, because it's like, because now I've done, what, three non wrestling ones. Now I'm looking for uh, a wrestling guest. And, and again, so. Uh, and then I'll mix that up. I'll go back to Jackie and be like, hey! <laughs> I love uh, my <laughs> my favorite Jackie one was uh, Inappropriate Jackie. Yeah. And it's, it's on YouTube. It's just Jackie laughs and others' misfortunes. And yeah. it's like, uh, yeah. like a, uh, a child was fun, horribly molested <laughs> in school today. And he goes, uh-huh. <laughs> Or when they would make fun of him for... Uh... For being such a drunk, and the guy uh, Billy West would be in the background, just going beers, beers. I love beer. <laughs> or, or him being cheap, you know. Where's the money? I need the money. That's what I'm actually gonna go for, Billy West. Yeah, well, he's worth like a trillion dollars. So oh, I didn't, fuck it, man. I didn't realize that. Told, no, well, he did. Uh, you know, he did Stern. He did Rand Stimpy, but then he moved on to doing. I think he's like fucking Bugs Bunny's voice now. So there oh, you have it. Yeah. Rand Stimpy's still around. No, no, but uh, that was his claim to fame. His initial one was he was. Uh, wow, I didn't know that. He was Stimpy, and then he was Ren Jeez. when the other guy got fired, and the, and the creator of Ren and Stimpy uh, got fired for being such a pain in the ass, and then eventually years later was uh, outed for um, you know bagging underage girls. I kind of. Are you tired of credit card bills with high interest rates? Ready to pay off your credit card balances and start saving money? Well, check out Lightstream. You can get a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream with rates as low as 5.95% APR with auto pay. Far lower than the average credit card interest rate of over 19% APR. You can get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000 with no fees. There's no application fees, no origination fees, no transaction fees, and no prepayment penalties. And the rate is fixed so it will never go up over the life of the loan. Plus, you can even get your money in your bank account as soon as the day you apply. The online application is so easy, you can apply right from your phone. Lightstream believes that people with good credit deserve a better loan experience, and that's exactly what they deliver. And just for the listeners of Creative Control with Joe Feeney, you can apply now to get a special interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com creative. L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com creative. I myself have utilized the Lightstream services, and I cannot recommend them enough. We love having them as a sponsor here on the show, but even if they weren't, I would still be recommending them. Lightstream is absolutely the best. Now, this offer is subject to credit approval, and the rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply, and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com creative for more information. Hey, that, that reminds me, by the way, when's Rallygan's podcast coming back? 
Oh yeah, we when, got we have to go over that for sure. When, when's whose podcast coming back? Radigan. I think in August sometime. We are uh, we're going to be retweaking the format a little bit. He's changing the show. Yes, yeah, going to be changed up a little bit here, so it will be uh, format changed around a little bit. So he should be back in the end of August. I'm going to be down in Daytona Beach in August. I'm actually going to meet him for the first time. Is he going to take his name off the show? Because you're a real egomaniac if you need to have your name on the show, you know. I don't know, man. We haven't <laughs> gone that far yet, man. I'm telling you. We haven't gone that far yet. Is it so, gonna be, He should have a female co-host. That's what I think. Female co-hosts are always good. They're hard to come by. You don't see too many podcasting anymore, man. Husey and I have our eye on someone. Oh, I'm telling you. There you go. Whatever happened to that? Did you have a female uh, person on the dirt bags or whatever? What happened to them? She is a gold mine. She's a fucking girl. Yeah. That'll happen eventually. Holly or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to figure yep. out, uh, I want her to do a sports show, and I'm trying to figure okay, it out. Okay, they're not doing a show anymore? No, <laughs> uh, apparently what it was, the, the guy who she was doing that show with, she barely knew him. Put out like two episodes. <laughs> yeah, that, that was that was one of the quickest ones in the history of podcasts but, right there. But I will say a uh, lady co-host or host even is good for sponsors, because even though that show didn't last at all, like immediately... Uh, uh, Tee Shanley wanted on there, and uh, yeah, there, there, was like a, there was like a beer sponsor, and I had to, can- I had to cancel show, the beer she sponsor. She was entertaining. Yeah, she was an entertaining chick. Isn't she a stripper or something too? Bartender. No, but I was thinking, uh, I was thinking she should do a, a Philly sports show, and I have some co-hosts in mind, but we'll we'll see what oh. happens there. Plus, I keep floating this other idea around about doing a, a daily show, and then I just it never happens. So she was considered for that, but I'm never gonna do it. So very lazy. Uh, so what else we got? We've uh we've talked about Bischoff and uh, Heyman. Uh, we've mocked David Radigan's new format. So what else? What else do we got going on? What well, what is the new format? Do you, do you have any ideas? I cannot I cannot divulge the details to this uh, yet. I heard I heard this one's going to be so advanced. He's actually going to record it with a microphone. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> where, where is Dave? let's get a Dave let's get a Dave running? Yeah, call Dave. That should be. I haven't talked to Dave in a while, to be honest with you, man. That's so fucking talked to him. Dave is getting married in a few weeks, I think. Ah, uh, what a sucker. I know he's getting married and he bought a brand new house down there he's moving into, so I think he'll be back uh I think he'll be back sometime at the end of August. So I will I will come on the It's Husey Hello and the Creative Control and uh, and the Mike Durban show if you would like, and I'll break down the details of this show. Is it true that, you, that you've negotiated a uh, podcast with Superhuman? That I cannot confirm nor deny yet, <laughs> but I'm just going to say in the next two weeks, you can hope to check this out yeah. uh, because Superhuman, and I even offer to sponsor and pay for his sign made by uh, by Bang Biscuit over at Routed uh, Designs, custom signs, some of the best signs that are out there, and I've offered to make him the best ICP sign in the world for coming on the show. Is he gonna so, co- Now, is he going to cover the sign with Micro Machines and then jump through it? Uh, we have we have not confirmed the final details yet, but I'm hoping Superhuman <laughs> will come on the show because that fucking guy is my hero. I, he gives me lots of entertainment every day. He's a fucking draw. He's a draw. Dude, I guarantee you that, that next year at WrestleMania for whatever Janela's spring break crazy bullshit he does, whatever that guy's going to be in the Battle Royal or some shit. There's no doubt. He in my got, mind. He's probably going to be at the Battle Royal if there's one at all at AEW this weekend. So yeah, if yeah. they could bring the guy with no legs on. Superhuman could be on there. Can you imagine him getting to the top rope and going, fuck this shit, fuck this the whole shit. crowd will fucking chant along. Unbelievable. You know what would be funny if someone was wrestling the man with no legs and they accidentally went for a figure four? <laughs> Boston Crab. Yeah. Uh, 
I hope we can get Superhuman on. That's all I'm going to say. We're trying to we're trying to work this here. This has been a personal venture of mine. Is he, a kid, just, is he like a little uh, like a young a teenager or is he what? It's hard to tell. I, I at don't him. know. I, we haven't had too much banter yet. A little I, bit. I bet he's like so, I bet he's like 25. I really? think yeah, I think he's about 25, man. He's yeah. I think the people that are posting under his Twitter are friends of his that run a, a T-shirt company. Hmm. Yeah, I saw his T-shirts are 30 bucks, man. Yeah, they're yeah, a little who's pricey. He, who's he, he think he is? AEW? I, I buy a t-shirt, but that shit would would seriously break the bag, man. I saw that too, Mike. I was like, they're fucking expensive over there. He did have a cool design though. Like one of them was really cool. So, but dude, thirty bucks—that's like yeah. that's the price of uh, an AEW shirt. I can get yeah. a I can get a rub and tug, man, right down there at, from with the hottest yeah. chick at the strip club for that. Okay, I'm not spending uh, thirty dollars for the shirt here. Sorry, you know, <laughs> I'm telling you. But he is fucking classic, though. Yeah, he loves the ICP from what I can see. Two of the juggalos in the juggalos. You know what? I, I actually I saw an, I, I saw an expose that he actually responded to someone in a DM that he doesn't he doesn't like their new stuff doesn't listen to them anymore and the jugglers were like oh. oh no like fucking fraud what was this about a rub and tug what are you talking about rub and tug 30 bucks down at the local at the local strip club down here hmm. Husey's sister from uh, Ireland is down here she got a work visa Donald Trump is, said she could come in Jesus and she's down there 30 bucks she's trying to pay for Husey's coke habit I don't like redheads man so I'm not into that oh no she's Asian my sister I don't like Asians either <laughs> I'm leaving it in <laughs> <laughs> so Mike so Mike tell me because this is always a good uh, mind for entertainment what's going on uh, with the Russo brain right now what's what's the, what's the news well um, I was listening to Lions, Tigers, Bears, and Disco today, and that just, that's a, just a show of Vince and uh, Disco talking over each other the well, entire time. Yeah, yep. yeah. I, I couldn't understand a word of it. John, did you listen to it? I listened to part of it when I was cleaning today, and it's them fighting back and forth and Vince trying to defend this debate with that guy Francesco Castano, who I like Francesco. He's a nice guy. Smart yeah. guy. That was the most ridiculously dumbass debate that they had last week. And all it is is them screaming at each other the whole time. You can't even hear anything. Yeah. And then they started off the show this week. Recap that again. Her. But then thank God, Jeff, you know, being the producer, he he's yeah. like, no, he's like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> Jeff does a great So then job. they start they started talking about um, Bischoff and Heyman coming in. And then Vince and Disco were arguing about that, too. So, mm-hmm. Just, just like talking over each other. It looks like Disco puts him in his place, man. Yeah, Disco is—he's got a mind on him, man. He is. Dude, Anybody he's that brilliant. That he's, Vince like beat him in an argument at any point is just a fucking dummy, because Vince Vince looks stupid when he talks to Disco. Disco makes him look dumb. Disco's so quick that when he loses yep, his yes. train of thought or forgets what he's talking about, it stands out so much. And I'm like, you okay? Like if he like if he loses train of thought, I think he had a fucking stroke or something. Like what what happened? You there? know what I like about him though, Joe. And you talk to him every week on the show. You actually know him, you know. And I know uh, Husey and him are best friends, mm-hmm. you know. And I know Mike. My, I know that he wants he wants to be on the Mike Durbin show bad. It's gonna happen. I've never really had a to communication to make communications with him. But Disco man is one of the most eloquent guys when he talks. But he's yeah. got such a bright mind that people don't give him enough credit for. And you know, Disco is a jabron in many ways too. But it, let, let's be real, man. Like. Disco has been right on about 98% of the stuff that he said. And the guy that's the biggest draw for TNA, man, and that's not putting him over or anything like that. Like, that says a lot for him. He knows how to play it. If you want to be a good heel, watch Disco. 
I think they're yeah. in big. I think they're in big fucking trouble, and and it's not. Pursuit's gone, man. Yeah, yeah. They were there. Yeah. Big yeah. So it, now, what what happened there? I, I first I saw it was Directv drop Pursuit, and then another cable channel or another cable. Yeah, company. the cable channels are all dropping it, man. It's non-existent again. Jesus so Christ. they just need to. They, you know, they need. They. We talked about it this week on the show, actually, with Impact, and they have some of the best product that's out there, from what I've heard. I don't watch it much, so I can't really say I do. But uh, they got dropped by the major outlets there, Pursuit did, from DirecTV. And I think another one dropped them today um, or yesterday or something, too. But they're, they're on no, nothing. And they're the most mismanaged company in the history. Well, how hard is it to, to not run this the correct show for the week? I heard that they ran a rerun like a couple yeah, weeks ago. And it's like, that's, that's on Pursuit, though. I mean, Impact, if they have the show, edit it and ready. Here's the fucking file well, or whatever. Well, their claim to fame now is their Twitch stuff, but what they, they're they not telling people is they're co-streaming through Twitch for people. So they're taking other people's co-streams, and yeah, that's a smart enough to do. I don't know how much Twitch generates for them with money. I can't imagine it's much, you know, on that stuff, but they're co-streaming through there. They are, like, non-existent, like, with what, they, with what they're generating out there. You know, I know they're getting a lot of hits on Twitch, and that's the new wave. They're getting nothing. Like, I guarantee you... Most of your podcasts on your network are getting more hits a week than than they get on pursuit for for watches. I guarantee you. It's now John. John, what does that mean for those of us who don't know? What does that mean to co-stream? So yeah. co-stream on Twitch is what they do is they let people who are Twitch gamers or streamers, and you can apply to stream through for them. So what it does is every Friday you can actually put in and give your own. Um, you know, feedback live while the stream is going through on your channel. So you can be giving your, if you want to, if you want to stream impact for them on your Twitch channel, you can do it and you can give your commentary over the whole thing if you want to as well and give your live perception of it while it's going on. So that's how they're, when they're touting that they're getting 2.5 million hits or whatever it is on things, it's because they're co-streaming through a million different people. And think about the marks that are out there. This is like their dream that they get an opportunity to do a show and say whatever they want while it's going on live. And, you know, hey, nothing to them against it, but it, they're co-streaming with people. And you could go and apply right now, anybody, and go right on Impact's website. And if you wanted to co-stream, and you can go do it. And they'll probably be approved in a week or two. Hmm. But the, the crazy thing about Impact is that they have uh, some of the best wrestlers on the Seriously, planet right now. Like uh, Killer Cross is amazing. Tessa Blanchard's probably the best in America. Yep. Yeah. Uh, LAX are great. Uh, what, what, what's her name? Tyra Valkyrie or something? Yeah, Tyra Valkyrie. Yeah, she's brilliant. Kara Hogan's great. Like the women's division's great, but it's like. There's, at those ECW shows, there, there was less than 100 people in the room, uh, ECW Arena show, and it's like, why is this, why is this happening? Because so many people know it's great. Because the product has been so diluted <laughs> over time with mismanagement that's run the company, it can't be fixed. You know, and you're not going to hear a lot of people say that. There's nobody that's going to fix that product. You need to close shop, let it go down, let them go somewhere else, or just restart it in six months or eight months under another name. It's never gonna repair the name, any image that was damaged by that, by by Dixie Carter, by all those guys throughout all the years, the Jeff Jarrett's and the Russos and all them that damaged it. You're never gonna fix it. And the biggest the biggest problem now is the fact that AEW is overshadowing everything. So yeah, if you see how much yep. trouble Ring of Honor is having selling tickets, where you know just yeah. just a few months ago they were 
a part of a sellout at Madison Square Garden. Now they can't fucking fill again the ECW arena. So yeah, there's going to be right, and the Madison Square Garden show stunk from what I saw for a lot of things. Well, who's their fucking champion? What's this guy's name? Uh, Taven. Stop. Come on. Seriously, the guy. I, I mean, I've done work with them, you know. So and I'll say that PCO's a friend of mine. PCO's the hottest thing that they got that's out there right now. Like, and he seriously is, and the guy's 52 years old. And Marty Squirrel's phenomenal, like, that's yeah. out there, too. Taven is one of the most generic champions that's out there. And they they don't know how to run their product in their company. Like, it's sad to see what they've done, man, too. They're really killing their product. Well, all you have to do is look at the kind of numbers uh, that AEW, you know, has for interest for ticket sales. And now they got, yep. they got a cable deal. They haven't even, you know, they've run one show. Ring of Honor's been around 17 years and has never had anywhere near the amount of success AEW's yep. already had. So... I mean, that yep. says it all right there. That's for sure. But the, the one good thing that if Impact does close, their their whole roster is going to get picked up, I would say, within a month. And especially, that'll be interesting, though, because there'll definitely be, uh, for people like Brian Cage, there'll be a massive uh, bidding war for him. And, and then whoever, like if WWE gets him, they'll be spending that much money. They'll mm-hmm. actually push him. What do we call his wife, Melissa or something? Melissa Santos, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What is that? Mo- oh, you're you're <laughs> you're motioning that you'd like to have uh, a sexual intercourse with her. She can get right on my is that, what you're doing? is that what you're doing right now? But uh, what do you think about? Because uh, LAX is out. I don't know. I don't know anything. I'm just saying that those guys, uh, Conan and Impact, built them up so well in the last two years and change. That uh, they're going to be on either AEW or fucking NXT by the end of the year, I would imagine. The contracts are coming up. Impact's losing uh, some some TV distribution. I think anyone whose contracts come up is, is going to bounce. You know, that for some reason uh, they got rid of Scarlet or let Scarlet go, which I, again stupidity. They've been pushing her for a year. You know, she's one of the hottest things they had on the on the program, and uh, they just you know they're too far apart with money, I guess, but. Why would you invest so much time in someone that you're not willing to pay? Also, is what I didn't understand. Do you where do you? Think where, she was maybe a little uh, entitled to to expect to be getting rich so soon in their career. Not rich, but I mean, uh, what you know, we've all seen the numbers fly around. I mean, what did it say? She signed she signed a contract for like twelve grand a year or some bullshit. She was making like two fifty a show. Yeah, but I mean, that's not for that and television exposure. I mm-hmm. get, but at the same time, like you can't live off that. So, no, you can't. She was. She lives at home with her mom. So you, you have to understand that right now, Impact, unless you're, you know, John Morrison or Brian mm-hmm. Cage or uh, Elgin or someone that's probably making enough, I would imagine, else they wouldn't be there. For some of these younger talents without that hadn't been exposed yet, like Scarlet or LAX, it's it's just a stepping stone. That's just what it is. Well, they got Where do you think she'll end up? Out there, like you got Scarlet, you got Killer Cross, you got you know Elgin's a good talent. Moose is good. But I mean, Brian Cage, Killer Cross. Mm. I heard. Uh, I heard the AEW fan base doesn't want Scarlett's uh, character polluting their product because she's just so, she's very sexualized, uh, a very sexualized character. Well, they just they don't want you around. So, but the thing that she's got is she can actually wrestle. Yeah. So uh, I wherever she goes, she's gonna get a. It's probably going to get a big contract. And, uh, but, you know, I think that in wrestling in WWE, there's a problem that guys have. It's called, and I call it the HGH, and it's not human growth hormone. Where's he going? Uh, it's uh, hot girl heat. Right. No, that's absolutely, yeah. 
that if you're like I've heard that was one of the problems that Test had was because he was such a a stud mm-hmm. that a lot of people were like, "We're fucking bury him." Uh, what's that guy, Zach Ryder? Uh, he's always getting the ladies, and he's getting mm-hmm. buried. Look at Rusev. Yeah, yeah. Well, he does got Lana. And I don't. Uh, I try not to kiss uh, Conan's ass too much, but I think uh, that if he was intelligent enough to make uh, Cross and Scarlet a heel couple and, and one of the top focuses of, of his promotion, like that should be across the board. Like WWE should be looking at that and going, that's our fucking, those two as a couple could be top of the card. And Conan saw that and did it. And that's fucking just brilliant to me. Like what's better in wrestling right now than that couple really, you know, with Cross's promos yeah. and her looks and, and ability in the ring and stuff. That's just fucking, you can't go wrong. My friend, Killer Cross. Yeah. Yeah. My hero. Who called yeah. you Squeezy? Was it him or Cage? Uh, Cage. I, I love that one, Squeezy. Hey, Disco, you need to come on the <laughs> Squeezy Hello podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe uh, Brian Cage's top uh, asset isn't his, isn't his intelligence. I'm not saying that, you know, he might not yeah. be that smart. So, But he, he's fucking, he, it's the thing about Brian Cage I like is that he, he's like the early days Lesnar. In that he can actually go, but uh, he's already starting to fall apart. Like he had to drop out of his show today, I seen on Twitter, because yeah. of his, his back injuries playing up. And well, it's like, what did he do? Take a Spanish fly to the floor or something like an asshole? Isn't that what I saw? Yeah, yeah. I do that. Stop! What the hell's wrong with you? You're 275 pounds of fucking pure muscle, man, and you're going to take Come a fucking on. Spanish fly to the outside. That's not right, man. For an impact pay-per-view. And no yeah, fucking, and no fucking offense, but, I mean, how many yeah. people are watching it, you know? But uh, And I think that show actually aired against the Game of Thrones, like... Yeah, it did. What was it, against uh, the, uh, the the battle with the fucking walkers or whatever, or whatever, yeah. the White Walkers? The, and so no, yeah. especially no one was watching it. So, like, the, it was like the most downloaded show of all time, or watch show of all time. It got, like... Fucking 20 million people, yeah. and you're going to run a pay-per-view against that. And then the WWE runs one against, I think it was the finale. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what am I going to watch, the finale or whatever the hell this fucking show is? I think I'm going to tune into Game of Thrones. So Even if the finale blew. but uh, A lot so, of people were hot about it, man. I didn't I got think over it was it. that bad. I, got over I know. It. I heard your like, thing on it, man. You gave a scathing promo against yeah. it. But then by the following week, I was uh, – I was kind of defending it, even though the show wraps up. And if you haven't watched the Game of Thrones finale, that's too bad. With uh, with Jon Snow basically murdering a defenseless woman. Well, that's it. That's what he did. He stabbed her without warning. So you want to know something funny about Kit Harrington? Kit Harrington was supposed to come on the show, and he went on rehab. He went into rehab. Yeah. Well, uh, so we were gonna we were gonna have him on the show, and then he went into rehab. That fuck. Well, I heard so he was, John Snow is not over with me no more. He's had uh, wow. he's had a couple of nights out with Husey in, in Belfast there, so that's what I, I heard. Send, man. send any man to rehab. So to wrap up, uh, I think I think my final question for at least for Husey would be: uh, Husey, would you rather um, download uh, an episode of the new David Radigan podcast or stab yourself in the stomach like Steven Adler? What's it going to be? Uh, I have to hear the format change because word is word is it's gone all the way from shit to fucking shit. <laughs> So uh, I want to I want to hear Durban. what Nickelback song he uses or uh, which uh, SmackDown thing tune he uses for his ad spots. Plus, I hear he does meal prep. I uh, I really just wanted to find a way to make fun of Steven Adler there. That was the best I could come up with. So, so wait, did he stab himself? Is that the the story now? They're saying it was an accident, a cooking accident. Who's Steven Adler? He's a, gun, a Guns N' Roses drummer. The, oh, okay, gotcha. The old terrible cool. Guns N' Roses drummer. 
And there's still like article. Like I'm such an asshole that I see an article and it would be on Facebook, like Guns N' Roses drummer, and I'll be in the comments going, "He hasn't been the drummer since 1990." <laughs> 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 you fucking idiots. But uh, so what else is good? This is the this is the Fourth of July party. We've we've mentioned nothing about the Fourth of July. Nothing patriotic. Nothing about America. Nothing about a party. Yeah. Nothing. But that's fine. So, May I uh, say something about America? Yeah. I watched some of that fucking democratic uh, uh, thingy. What do you call that? The debate. The, the, the debate. debate. Yeah. Cory Brooker, right? Uh, if he gets nominated as president, you need to leave the country. He's fucking insane. Yeah. They, him pretend to know how to speak Spanish. El terrible Donald Trump. Yeah. And then uh, his whole thing about. Uh, the black lynching, and then he starts saying, and then there's gay lynching, and there's black trans abuse, and it's like, make your fucking mind up, woke. I was trying to look at this Marianne Williamson clip, and I was going to play it, but I can't fucking find it. She's she's tremendous. Did you see her? I heard something about that from today. The, the spaced out chick that says she's going to beat Donald Trump with love. She's going to use the love. Stupid. I got to find this clip. It's fucking great. How are you going to beat a rapist? Marianne Williamson? Yeah, she is something. And then, like, the, the liberal media is so fun because then you look it up and all you see is articles, like, in praise of her unique performance. Shut the fuck up. No one is watching that and going, oh, that's great. Normal people are watching that and going, she's a fucking flake, and this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. She's but, running for president? Yeah. She's never going to – she's not going to go anywhere, but – But th- that's why I love uh, Bill Maher's show because he's very – he's an open Democrat and he's always pushing for the Democrats, but he gets these liberals on – and he ends up argue. They end up arguing with each other about the same point of view, and it is fucking crazy because it's like they're trying to all outdo each other. He's not. She's got. To- she looks like a crackhead with that chin too on her. Hang on, <laughs> hang on. I'm gonna play this just because it, it must be seen. Check this out. Volume here. All right, this is un- unbelievable. And if you ever seen the movie Donnie Darko, it's. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> one second. I'm sorry we haven't talked more tonight about how we're going to beat Donald Trump. I have I an idea her. about Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not going to be beaten just by insider politics talk. He's not going to be beaten just by somebody who has plans. He's going to be beaten by somebody who has an idea what this man has done. This man is beaten to the psyche of the American people, and he has harnessed fear for political purposes. So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I want you to hear me, please. You have harnessed fear for political purposes, and only love can cast that out. So I, sir, I have a feeling you know what you're doing. I'm going to harness love for political purposes. Who the fuck is this bitch? And sir, love will win. Thank you. Yeah. What the fuck is that about? Is she a hippie? So love. Good looking though. She's very, very flaky. And uh, but yeah, it's like watching a train wreck. Then you got Bernie flapping his fucking arms around. He's almost slapping Biden in the face. Everyone's next to each other. Everyone's and, and and again, like I think I don't know who's advising these people, but they think that by speaking Spanish, that 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 the Spanish voters or, or Mexican or Puerto Rican, whoever, is going to go, oh, they're they're just like me. He's he's one of us. But really, people are going this pandering fucking bullshit, you know. And there's did, uh, did they actually have an American flag on that stage? Because I, I didn't see one. Probably not. Because it's like they're, they're trying to run for president of America, but they want to pander to everyone but Americans. There was uh wasn't what didn't Trump come over there recently, Uzi? Uh, yeah, but I was busy. I was uh, binging uh, you know uh, Radigan episodes. Bon Bon Jovi music. Uh, yeah, but it's funny because uh, <laughs> yeah, know, look at that, Melissa. What's your name? Just liked one of my comments. 
Brian Cage's wife? I can't see that. Is she going I, to be on the next Husey? It's Husey Hello? Yeah, it's problematic that you don't have enough female guests. You know, it's not diverse. Yeah, you I'm get gonna, Kelly Kloss and you don't get Scarlett Bordeaux? I, I, we ain't heard him talk since uh, I last fucked her. But it was, uh, oh, a, it was I just a, got Melissa's email. So. It was a bad breakup. So, uh, happy 4th of July, everyone. This was, uh, this was a great, great tribute to, uh, to the United States of America. So, uh, why don't you guys go ahead and plug everything that you want and uh, bury whoever you like as well. Uh, John, go ahead. You can follow us on the Reality Check Podcast Network on Instagram. Check out Wrestling With Reality every Monday, Wednesday, and Sunday. And we got a new great show that's going to be coming up on the network. We're going to be doing a show with Dan the B. Severn, Don Fry, UFC Hall of Famers and Legends. going to be coming out in August. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing a great, some great shit out there, man. It's going to be raw, real, and uncensored. And we're not holding anything back. I like Don Fry. He's something, man. What about you, Mike? Mike Durban Show on the Realm Network. Uh, you can join Realm for just three ninety-five a month, and you get ten or twelve shows a week, including Shane Douglas, who is now on the brand. Has anybody listened to that show? I have. Yeah. What do you think? He needs to improve his mic quality. Oh yeah, that's that's the first. That's what everybody says. Chad and John are good guys though with the with the two man power show. Yeah, I yeah. Think it's an interesting show. He's worked with yeah, them for a those little guys while. Are pro. Hasn't he? They they've yep. been working with him for a while though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good dudes, man. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, this week I think I have Jamie Irwin, Husey's neighbor and friend. There you go. Uh, he'll, he'll be on um, episode 20 of the Mike Durban Show. And yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. He plays the Ocarina. Do you guys know what that is? No. It's hey, that... Hey, Ocarina. That is uh, I... <laughs> 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 it's, it's a little uh, like wooden instrument. It's very beautiful. So you can check that out. And also check out the freaking Hambone Show. His episode with AJ Awesome. Uh, it's a great interview, but more importantly, you not, you must hear his Blue Chew advert because it is uh, probably the best commercial I've ever heard for any product on any podcast ever. And, and that's got, on the Creative Control Network. Joe. You're goddamn right. Use the code HAMBONE for your uh, $5 only well, monthly I, supply of Blue Chew. <laughs> Boom. Well, I would also, well, I've got a bit of an announcement at the end of this. First of all, I also want to plug Hambone's Bluetooth. Uh, I got to hear this. I'm just going to play it at the end of the show. Yeah. Yeah, so check out It's Usually Hello on iTunes and Spreaker. It's a a quite a variety show from boxing to to wrestling to music to uh, hard stern to racist jokes. It's all there. Uh, Check out Huge Entertainment on YouTube where there's video version highlights from the clips. Check out Keep No 100 official YouTube which I think is past 1.8 million views while we've been doing this. And on Monday's episode, I've got a... It's going to be an appearance by Mike Durbin with the Spice Girls. Yes. It's going to be Don Jameson from uh, that metal show. Yeah. And Eric Bischoff. Uh, a new Eric Bischoff. Did you get him again? Eric Bischoff <laughs> is on the show on Monday. It's not a long one. It's a quick one, but it was a good one. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I like it. Anything else before we get out? I got World Through My Eyes with David Radigan, so just remember that, too. Yeah. Well, no, it's yeah. going to be retooled. It's going to be retooled. It's retooled, but still, it's World Through My Eyes with David Radigan. He's got to get his name He's got to get his name off there. Only a real egomaniac puts their name at the end of their, their own show. It's usually hello. <laughs> all right. Wrestling with Reality with John Wangland, so I did the same thing. Yeah. It's all right. We're all Mike, egomaniacs. Mike Urban Show, Creative Control with Joe Fiend. Yeah. Yep. We're all egomaniacs, right? Absolutely. Cisgender white egomaniac woke
If you live in eastern Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Delaware, or Maryland, listen up. Five Star Home Foods is revolutionizing the way families get their groceries. By cutting out the middlemen and delivering all natural foods directly to your home, Five Star helps you save time and eat cleaner every day. For a limited time, Creative Control with Joe Feeney is able to hook you up with $100 off your first order. Just head to fivestarhomefoods.com slash ccnetwork to redeem this exclusive offer and see why hundreds of families have kissed the grocery store goodbye by getting higher quality food delivered directly to their homes from Five Star. Five Star Home Foods. Everyone should eat this good. And once again, the website is www.fivestarhomefoods.com slash ccnetwork.